Good morning, church. I am the Reverend Dr. Eric Rice, pastor of the Trinity of Whitmire Amy Zion Church, located at Whit in Whitmire, South Carolina, 6198 Dogwater Road. It's a privilege today to be here this morning to come to you on this podcast to expound upon the Word of God. I'm grateful that the Lord did not uh, find it robbery to wake us up this morning and to start us on another day's journey. I want to thank him for you, wherever you might be listening. I pray that God is keeping you. I pray that he is still blessing you real good. And if you are listening, that's a sign that the Lord showed you favor this morning. I want you to know today that whatever happens uh, throughout this week and next week and the weeks to come, we must continue to keep God first in our lives and to remember that he is the reason why we should praise. He's the reason why we should worship in a time such as this. We are upon the Thanksgiving season. Um, we're in November already. Uh, this year has been somewhat disturbing for some, but I'm just grateful that I was able to live through it up until this point. I pray that God will continue to make things better for us. Thank you for all that you do for the Trinity AME Zion Church. I pray that you don't get weary in doing good. But I trust that the Lord has blessed you this morning and he has given you all of those things that you need that you might continue to make it in this life. So today we're going to go as we play your song this morning. I pray that you enjoy it. Remember, I do not own the rights to it. We want to remember the late, great Rance Allen, amen, who I'm sure have touched all of our lives with his music. We pray that you will uh, hear it and enjoy. The song is entitled, that will be good enough for me. Amen. Enjoy it. Oh, 
places, but if I make it to heaven, that'll be good enough for me. Amen. Amen. If you have your Bible this morning, go with us to Acts, this 12th chapter. Acts, the 12th chapter. I, I want to read for your hearing verses number 5 through number 7. Acts, the book of Acts, the 12th chapter. I want to read to you verses number 5 through verses, verse number 7. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible says that Peter was therefore kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him by the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out that night, Peter was sleeping, bound two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison. Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and the light shone in the prison and struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying arise quickly and his chains fell off of his hands amen we want to talk from a subject this morning about the power of a praying church the power of a praying church let us pray lord we're grateful today for this opportunity we say thank you this morning for yet another opportunity to say something about the word of God. Pray, O oh God, that you will allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart to be acceptable in thy sight, O oh Lord, our strength and our redeemer. For it's in the name of Jesus, we do pray. Amen. The power of a praying church. In the early days of the church, we uh, were able to witness God's power working in miraculous ways. God had done things in the early church uh, similar to what is taking place in this text today. Uh, but somehow uh, we have destroyed those things that God used to do back then. I don't know if we are not expecting God to do anything or if we don't have time to do anything for the Lord, or maybe we are satisfied with what God has done already, but God is seeking to do more in our lives. In the text, uh, God has sh is showing how 
his power can be a big deal when we focus on the work at hand. 3,000 souls were saved in chapter 2 of this, of this book. Then another 5,000 were saved in chapter 4. Um, they all were touched by the power of God through prayer. So deeply that they fear, that fear came upon every soul, but not everyone was pleased. In this text, we see that the Jewish leaders arrested those that were preaching the gospel, but it did not stop the growth of the church. They stoned Stephen to death, but even that didn't stop the growth of the church. They gave Saul authority to persecute the church, but even that didn't stop the, the growth of the church. And through all of that that Saul had done to persecute the church, he ended up getting saved himself. Let that sit in for a minute. And Saul became what we know today as the Apostle Paul. So that didn't stop the growth of the church either. That brings us to our text this morning as we look at our text and how the king was vexed by the church. In other words, the church annoyed him. So he decided to annoy the church. If you are not a morning person, getting up early in the morning vexes you. It annoys you, right? If you're always on time and you're, uh, the people that you're traveling with is always late, amen, that vexes you, amen? If you get to your car and it won't start, that will vex you. In other words, that will annoy you. But in this text, he, uh, Herod, who I'm speaking of, is more than vexed. He is stressed and depressed because they are talking about God. Uh, but, but, but everybody wasn't vexed because everybody was not serving God. If the devil don't ever bother you, maybe it's because you are not bothering him. Amen. When, when, when was the last time you made Satan mad? Amen. When was the last time that you praised God so much or worshiped him so much that Satan got mad at you? You, you ought to have some opposition when serving God, because anytime you try and do the godly thing, it doesn't please everybody. Amen. The only way Satan will annoy you is, is if you are working in the kingdom of of God, because Satan don't want you doing well. He want you to always be down. He want you depressed. He want you to do those things that will separate you from the will of God. If you ever try to please God, I want you to know that man will sometimes get in the way. Serving God is always and will always be an uphill journey. I'm going to tell you that right now. Uh, the Holy Ghost comes to comf comfort the afflicted and also to afflict the comfort. And when you serve God, there are times when you will have a thorn in your flesh, a messenger uh, of Satan to buffet you, uh, to prune you, or uh, to push you, or to vex you. But here's the good news. Uh, God has a way of bringing you out of your trouble. Walk with me right here for just a minute. Uh, in, in the Bible, it says that uh, he, uh, I'm talking about uh, James, amen, the brother of John. Uh, I'm talking about some of the early uh, stories in the Bible. Uh, the same James, who was the first Christian martyr, he was put to death for his faith. That's opposition. Uh, 
And, and before James died, I'm sure he thought about that, that what did I do, amen, except for lift up the name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, uh, James, amen, is the same person who said to uh, his mother, Solomon, he, when, when she asked if her two sons uh, could sit beside him in glory. And Jesus said, it is not mine to give, but whoever shall face suffering and persecution, but I can't do it. Only God can. Amen. That may have thrown you a little bit. Amen. You, 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 you can go back and figure that out later. When, when you talk about being next church to God, that automatically puts you on Satan's hit list. Amen. Uh, we often talk about being close to the Lord. Amen. And, and we know how to get close to the Lord. We do that by staying in his will and by being a prayer. Uh, I'm talking about somebody that communicates with him on a regular basis. The Bible says in this life that we shall have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer for I have already overcome the world. Anybody here ever been there? Amen. When you have uh, had, had to keep your poise when you had to keep your wits in about yourself, amen, uh, the, the call to uh, to strive, amen, got, got a little hectic because of the trials and the tribulations of our life, amen. See, the call to serve God is really a call to give up on your own life. So you got to give up what you want to do to do the best thing that pleases the Lord. You won't get invited to everything, amen, when you become a Christian. You won't have time for a lot of vacations because in serving God, it's unpredictable, amen. You lose friends when you become a Christian. You lose family members when you become a Christian, amen. There are going to be some folk who used to talk to you that won't talk to you anymore, Amen. Peter said to Jesus one day, we have forsaken everything to follow you. What are we going to get? Amen. Uh, what's in it for me? That's what Peter said. And, and, and when shall I expect it? Amen. You talk about bold. Uh, but Jesus said, no man who has left mother or father or brother or sister, houses or land. Amen. Don't have to worry. They will receive their reward because serving the Lord will pay off after a while. Amen. Church serving the Lord, amen, will pay off after a while. And not only that, serving the Lord uh, has its benefits. And I want to say to you that you can get those benefits right now. Amen. In the text, we see uh, his, his name, him, uh, uh, go straight after Peter, Jesus. Amen. Because Peter was the leader. Amen. And Satan began to attack him. Amen. And God, amen, as always comes to his rescue. Amen. That's why you got to be careful when you get in leadership position because Satan will try, amen, you every time. Amen. To see if you are in it for the right reasons. See, just because you are a leader doesn't mean you won't get sick. Uh, because serving the Lord does not mean that God will always answer your prayers. Amen. Listen, James is killed, but Peter is delivered. Both of them serving God, both of them preaching and doing the right thing. One lives and one dies. Amen. That's just the reality of life. Amen. And that ain't nobody's business but God. Amen. Sometimes God will allow you to live with something somebody else died with. Sometimes God will allow you to go through something uh, uh, that you can handle, but somebody else could not handle it. Amen. All God wants us to do is to trust in him. 
Because if he don't deliver you on this side, he'll do it on the other side. Amen. The end never comes, amen, to a believer, but a believer, amen, always has a chance. Amen. If God chooses to let you live, it's for his glory. If God chooses not, amen, to let me live, it's for his glory. Amen. Amen. Uh, you, you, you may not get up over um, here, but you will get up over yonder. The Bible says that all things work together for the good of them that love God. God knows how to give his children peace. Herod kept Peter in the prison in our text, but the church prayed. Amen. While, while Peter was locked up, amen, the church was praying for him. Uh, he, he, Peter is in prison, but he's not Herod's prisoner. Amen. You, you may be uh, uh, in prison, but you don't belong to the prison. You belong to the Lord. Amen. Uh, the Bible used the word but, amen, in the Bible about 3,749 times. And every time you see it in the Bible used, God is turning something around. Sometimes, church, things are meant for bad, but God meant it for your good. Now, we are uh, the sons of God, but it does not appear what we shall be. But when he comes, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Somebody might ask the question, uh, what does that mean, preacher? Amen. Am I going to be able to do what God does? Amen. No, but the Bible did say greater things shall we do that he has done. Amen. Because, see, God don't need anybody to be him. Amen. He, he needs for you to be you. He can handle being himself by himself. Amen. Uh, there, there's nothing about, amen, your background, church, that says that you are supposed to be here this morning. Amen. We haven't done anything great this morning that uh, will warrant our being alive today. We are here all because of the grace of God and because somebody prayed for us. Amen. If you are a member or of, of, of a praying church, you are a blessed person because a praying person can change things. And, and if a praying person can change things, can you imagine what a praying church can do? I, I, I'm praying this morning that we become a praying church. Amen. A church that don't mind going down on their knees. Amen. Uh, a church that don't mind taking the time out and to ask God to deliver us. A church that don't mind going down on their knees to ask God to deliver my brother and my sister. A church that don't mind going down on your knees. Amen. And say, Lord, I thank you for what you have done in my life. I may not be what I want to be. I may not even be what you will have me to be, but Lord, I thank you for uh, the word of prayer. Amen. We, 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 we pray church and sometimes it seems like nothing happens, but uh, if we hold on a little while longer, we'll see uh, God deliver and deliver on time. Amen. See, church, nothing or nothing should come before our prayer. Amen. Our communication line between you and God should always be, amen, with you. Amen. I, 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 I've got to pray, amen, even before I crawl out of my bed. 
Amen. Just like I should pray before I get into my bed. Amen. You got to pray church without ceasing. The Bible says that Peter was uh, in jail. Amen. He was locked up. And, and the Bible says that Peter was set to be tried in court. Amen. The next morning. Amen. But as Peter began to, as Peter lay in the prison, the Bible declares that he's not even complaining. Amen. A man about to be put to death laying there. Amen. With God on his mind, not complaining about his situation. And church, we must stop complaining about our situation. Although it's, it gets difficult, although it's hard, amen, we've got to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Amen. Peter's not fussing. He's not cussing. And the Bible even goes far as to say that Peter is asleep. Amen. And uh, the Bible says that uh, Peter heard Jesus say in his word, peace, I leave with you. My peace, I give to you. Uh, I do not give like the world gives. Don't let your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Amen. I think that can be found somewhere around the gospel according to John, the 14th chapter. Amen. And the 27th verse. But but the Bible says that Peter is sleeping so hard that the angels had to smote him. Amen. In order to wake him up. Amen. See, see, you can sleep in the midst of anything because the Lord is, amen, a keeper. Amen. He will keep you, amen, in perfect peace. God will allow you to rest, amen, in the bosom of his love if you only put your trust in the Lord. Amen. The Bible says that the chains fell off of Peter's hands. See, when God gets ready to free you, you're going to come loose. Amen. For the Bible says that whom the Lord sets free, he's truly Free indeed. Amen. I don't know about you today. Amen. But I want to someday behold the Lamb of God. I want to someday see him face to face. Amen. I know that down here, amen, every now and then, church, I might get beside myself. I know that down here, every now and then, I've got to overcome some obstacles, amen? Uh, but I want to say to you today that while I'm praying, uh, it is my prayer uh, that the church pray, amen? Because there's power, amen, in a praying church, amen? When a church come together, when our God's children get together, when, when God's children get on one accord, then we will see the results of a praying church, Good God Almighty, I've seen in my life, amen, those folk whom uh, we have given up on, amen, uh, come back to life because uh, the church prayed, amen. I've seen for myself a mighty move of God all because uh, somebody prayed, amen. Uh, Peter probably didn't realize that he was going to get out, amen. Uh, he was probably okay with what was going to happen because he knew that he was praying and serving the Lord and he didn't care what it would cost him. He was going to serve God no matter what any Everybody thought. I want to say to you today, amen, not to worry about anything, that if you are serving God and if you are serving God right, if you are serving him, amen, like you should, don't worry about it, just pray about it, amen. I want us to know today that when this world comes together, when the entire church comes together, and get on one accord that the Lord will move in our life. Amen. I want you to know that a house divided cannot prosper. Amen. A house separated 
cannot be what God will have us to be. Oh, but when we come together, amen, uh, when we get on the same uh, ship, amen, when we get on the same ride, amen, when we uh, get the same anointing, amen, when we uh, get the same Holy Ghost, ain't but one, amen, but when we get him in our lives, then you will see a mighty move from the Lord. I want you to know that 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 when we got when we have numbers church when we all come together amen you you got to have everybody amen thinking uh with the same mind amen you got to have everybody working for the same cause the bible says that peter was laying there and the bible says that he was sleeping and bound with two chains between two soldiers and the guards were at the door. They were keeping him in the prison. The Bible says, now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him and the light shone in the prison. And he struck Peter on the side and raised him up saying, arise quickly. And his chains fell off of him. Church, I declare today that if we pray like the early church prayed, we can get better results than we're getting today. Amen. If we pray, amen, a light might strike us. If we pray today, a light might strike our church. If we pray today, God might deliver those things that we stand in need of this morning. I just wanted to talk this morning briefly about the power of a praying church. If you pray, amen, I believe that the Lord will deliver. I want to say to you this morning, continue to pray, continue to lift up the Lord that he might sustain us and keep us in due time. Let us pray. Lord, we're grateful today that you have given us a word, oh God, to remind us of the power of a praying church. I pray that this Trinity, Amy Zion Church will continue to pray that you might continue to strengthen us. Lord, I pray that you will Bring us back to our church that we might continue lifting you up in spirit and in truth. But Lord, while we're away, please keep us together. Help us to remain a church that we might be that vessel, Lord, that we might be that place of a refuge. That when people come to the sanctuary, that they might find help for their weary soul. Help us, O oh God, to continue praying for those that are sick, those that are prison bound, those who don't know you in the free parts of their sin. Bless this country, Lord. Continue to bless us, this, this virus, Lord. Lord, move it out of our way. Give us a cure, a vaccine, that we might return to normal. And Lord, if I can get back to the church, Lord, if I can get back in the pulpit, Lord, I pray that I will always preach my best sermon. And I believe that the people will always give their best service. So we thank you, Lord. But we're going to worship you while we're here, right where we are. We may not be in the sanctuary, but we're going to worship you. Anyhow, Lord, continue to bless us and keep us. There may be somebody that need to be saved. Bless them, Lord. Let them to know that if they believe, Lord, in their heart, that you raise Jesus from the dead. God, the Bible declares that we shall be saved. Lord, bless us today and continue to keep us. We're going to play a song, Lord, for their hearing. And we want to, again, remember the late Rance Allen as we play this song. Something, something about the name of Jesus. Amen. To God 
be the glory. It's a sweetness that comes Yeah. 
bang. Something about the name Jesus. It is the sweetest name I know. Amen. God bless you. May heaven continue to keep you. Enjoy your week and continue to pray. Amen.